Travelers on the Passion Fruit Train. <laughs> I'm so good evening, good afternoon, good morning, and good night. <laughs> Bye, good, ti- <laughs> good tidings to all. Welcome to the podcast, the Passion Fruits Podcast, a passion project for passionate people. I almost forgot our tagline, Adam. Oh, I'm your cherry tomato, uh, uh, Daniel. I almost said your name, <laughs> Shit. and I am your grape groovy guy, Adam. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, triple <laughs> no. alliteration today. God, one day you're just going to show up with a little <laughs> soul patch beard <laughs> and you'll be fucking snapping <laughs> and playing bongos and just alliterating. And we'll all be very, very disappointed. I see no issue with alliteration. <laughs> I see plenty of issue with it. But <laughs> before we get into a fist fight, what do we do on this podcast? Well, Daniel... <laughs> For all our billions of listeners out there, for those who have not listened to the last thousands of episodes so far. Welcome. Welcome to the big show. We are. Do so late. (laughs) The big show. Yeah. I'm a French clown. Look at my big pants while I dance around and thrust in your general direction. Uh, This has gone off the rails already. Um So on this podcast, yes. we talk about um, many things, uh-huh. and more specifically, many subjects. Many subjects, yes, uh, which is technically a thing, I guess. But you know, we're <laughs> oh, we're slicing hairs here now. Um, <laughs> Slice? Keep going. Split, splitting hairs. I like slicing. Uh, <laughs> my, 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 my colloquialisms are not on par right now. Anyway, so on this podcast, yes, we explore. What takes someone from being a casual fan of subjects, things, <laughs> places, people? Okay. Maybe not people. Adam is, Adam is and, like furrowing his brow, giving this explanation. <laughs> He's so uh, serious. Anyways, anyways, oh, <laughs> we sorry go to interrupt. F- we explore what takes someone from being a casual fan yeah. to a passionate fanatic. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's pretty awesome. Join right. us on this journey, <laughs> passion fruiters. <laughs> Anyways, and today, yes, we are talking about the television show Frasier. Yes, and we have a very, very special guest on. Yes, Sarah. <laughs> Shall we let herself yeah. introduce herself? <laughs> yes, I suppose so. Is this the part where I say my fruit? Yes, yes, please. Okay, so I'm Sarah. And uh, ironically, I'd also gone with alliteration, yes. so I'm no. Strawberry. <laughs> strawberry Sarah. Yes, that's Welcome me. to the podcast, Strawberry Sarah. Oh, thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> thanks for being on. So we have Good Sarah. Good night, everybody. <laughs> 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 Got her. <laughs> <laughs> so we, what, what's our joke for guests? We are not going to validate your parking. Yeah, no validation of the parking. Which is hard, considering I live here. Right. Um, no... No, no reimbursements for travel fees. No don't, snacks. Don't you t- dare take anything from the mini bar. And we are not covering that. <laughs> Spoiler alert: you won't get cocoa in the cocoa corner. Oh, the worst. Anyways, <laughs> so we have Sarah on the podcast yes. to talk about the television show Frasier. Correct. Yes. Unless you had a different subject that you wanted to completely take us off the. Oh gosh, on right I now. don't. Okay. Except for maybe Eddie, our podcast, the mascot. Pup. 
Yes. Eddie. So we will get we will get into why Eddie is named Eddie. Yes. In this that's episode. True. That's true. Oh my god. That is so I true. Just, Inception. <laughs> oh my god. My brain. <laughs> uh, he's named after Frazier's dad. Martin. Nope. Uh. <laughs> Good try. Thank you. Right. The effort was there. <laughs> so let's let's hop into it. Yes. Hop. Uh, hop, into hop, hop. Passion Fruits Pop, pop. Where we Passion Fruits Pedia. Uh, this is Daniel's work in progress song. Yes. <laughs> one day, uh, season one finale, I will have like a full or- orchestrated song. Perfect. It'll be beautiful. Thank you. I have an episode of Frasier I could connect that back to. Nice. That's what we're going to be doing today. <laughs> so with Passion Fruitspedia, this is the seg- this is the segment where we steal blatantly steal from a Wikipedia page. Ah, fair enough. No one is like test like watching us while we do it, so it's not too blatant. Yeah, but if he just somebody, admitted it, but yeah, he thanks. could have kept Oops. on a DL. The cops are below. <laughs> if somebody were reading the um, uh, Wikipedia article of whatever subject we're talking about, they could easily follow along. It's like a transcript of our Passion for Wikipedia. Ah, uh, yes, exactly. That, that's what is this is. funny? <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well then let's get into All it. Right. Sarah, would you like to yes. introduce Frasier? Sure. All right. So, do you just want me to talk about the show in general? Uh, well, let's start with the 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 guideline that we have here. Um, so, yeah, let's get into Passion Fruitspedia. Sarah, will you do the honors? Sure. So, I'll tell you all about Frasier. So nice. It was an American sitcom that was um, on for eleven seasons, which is really awesome. And it premiered in nineteen ninety. Just like my favorite hotel, the eleven seasons. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> I'm so sorry. It took me a minute to process that one. <laughs> I'm so uh, sorry. The service with the 11 seasons is terrible. Uh, <laughs> the four seasons is way better, I guess. Yeah. Um, so in 1993 is when it premiered, which is ironically only two years after I was born. So when I grew up, I didn't Happy really birthday. know. Happy birthday. <laughs> so I didn't really know much about it when I was growing up. Mm. Um, and it finished back in 2004. Happy and birthday. <laughs> I, it's ironic. I have had a birthday every year, Daniel. Well, that's so strange. <laughs> that wow. is so strange. Guys, let's Both talk 1993 about and 2004. But no no other, no. No other years. So you're cool. three? Yes. <laughs> nice. Leap years. This is awkward. Okay. Um, now, the show was created and produced by David Angel, Peter Casey, and David Lee. Mm. And tragically, David Angel was actually someone who died in the plane attacks of 9-11. Oh, my gosh. So they dedicated the show to him and created characters and other people um, in the show based on him. Oh, wow. I had and no idea about that. The Actually, the um, acronym for the radio station on Frasier, which is KACL, was supposed to be represented by all of the last names of the people who created the show. Cool. Fun uh, trivia fact. So that's where they came up with it. They changed some like the letters a little bit, but... Um, yeah, so that's uh, how they came up with that. ACL, I get it. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> very witty, Frasier producers. Very yeah. witty. It's almost like they're professionals at this or something. Yeah, yeah it's so weird. Shut up, very, <laughs> so sorry. And then the series was created as a spinoff of Cheers, which was Norm! something. <laughs> Everybody knows uh, your name. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, famous song is about um, the two main characters. Let me tell you a little ditty about Sam and Diane. They're in a bar. It is called Cheers. 
That's a beautiful <laughs> song, Daniel. Wow. <laughs> you should uh, quit Suck your day job. To the dogs. So let's talk about that for uh, a hot second oh, or yeah. five. No. <laughs> so I... What? <laughs> Just kidding. What, <laughs> Daniel? Fucking hard time, bro. Um, Keep going. So... I was introduced to Frasier through Sarah, okay, but I had not seen Cheers before either. So I went back and watched. I've been watching Cheers afterwards, but it's amazing how starkly different the two shows are. Mm. Like Cheers is very much kind of your um, show about a bar. There's a guy named Norm. That classic, I would say like almost like an average formula. sitcom in my head. Whereas Frasier is a lot more about like elevated wit and comedy and. Mm. Some of the stuff. So why is Adam watching it? Oh yeah, <laughs> got him. <laughs> it all makes sense now. Yes, two but people ganging up on Adam. <laughs> but it's interesting too because Cheers is also kind of a polarizing thing in the mm. Frasier fandom because there are a lot of people who like both, but then there are also a lot of people who like Cheers but not Frasier, gotcha. and a lot of people who like Frasier but not Cheers. Drama. I kind of fall under the category of I think Cheers is fine. Like when Adam was watching it, I would watch with him but i am not drawn to it myself gotcha but i don't you know have any preference either way and gotcha. we'll, we'll talk about this here in a little bit after we get out of the passion fruits pedia section but i would actually agree with sarah mm. in that i don't think cheers has as enduring of comedic bits as fraser does gotcha. how many seasons of cheers were there i don't know i think i don't know either yeah probably like 200 Seasons? seasons? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was like, okay. Um, just like I was assuming hotel, maybe like six or seven, seasons. but it's I don't more know. Than that. I think it's, it's okay. like I think it's like maybe between 10? Eight, eight and ten. Okay, listeners, um, call in. <laughs> Let us know. Yeah. How many uh, uh, seasons of Cheers do you think there are? Uh, the winner will get a recording of us yelling "Norm" at them. It's not yeah. like you could look it up right now on uh, we Wikipedia. Don't have the internet. <laughs> we live in a dead zone. <laughs> no, I meant the caller. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, shit. <laughs> um, well, uh, yeah. So spinoff yeah. and, um, so Fraser Crane. Yes. Uh, if you want to continue yeah, with sure. through the, wick, you want to take over? No, no, you're good. Okay. You're good. Adam just learned yeah. how to read. Yeah. So. We're, we're giving him some slack. Anyways. No I had to, I had to, uh, speed up Adam saying Fraser Crane because it took him five minutes. <laughs> Each podcast episode takes 12 days to record because it's me just sounding everything out. I actually just respond to whatever Adam recorded. <laughs> That's why our episodes are amazing. Um, yeah, Sarah, please yeah, continue. So like I said, it's a spinoff of Cheers and then it continues the story of psychiatrist Fraser Crane. So he was the same character in Cheers, but then he gets his own show called Frasier as he returned to his hometown of Seattle and started building a new life as a radio advice show host while reconnecting with his father and brother and making new friends. So did in cheers and I maybe have caught cheers on TV once and Norm. I got to the part where they said Norman. I was like, well, that's the show <laughs> and turned it off. Um, was what was Frazier's job in Cheers? Was he a radio guy or was I think he was just a psychiatrist still, right? Yeah, he was just a he was kind of the snooty. He, he wasn't even that snooty. Mm. Um, it, it's funny because in Frazier, he's all about like drinking sherry and like fine wines, or in, in Cheers, he just drinks beer like everyone else. Well, in an episode where he takes over an English bar, he drinks beer. <laughs> 
So. Oh, I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, I, I watched an extra episode. It's the one where Take he goes that. to Daphne's bar. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. that's right. Oh, yeah. Oh, Daphne. <laughs> Let's do all of our Fraser impressions. Oh, perfect. Oh, Daphne. Oh, I like to clean up the house, but not really. No, I was going to say, Eddie. I'm Eddie. <laughs> I'm a good boy. You guys boy. both can't be Eddie. But <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, yes. yeah, so I think he's he's a psychiatrist. I, again, he's seen more of Cheers than I have, but um, I do think that there was definitely a shift because he was he seemed like almost a minor character in he, Cheers. I don't really know. He was he was a minor character. So he was a he was a, like a recurring or guest character in the first few seasons, and then I think he got more popular and became mm. like a uh, you know like one of the main rotational cast. I, he okay. still was. He still wasn't in every episode. He wasn't he, Sam or Diane. Even Diane. Hey, <laughs> Diane went away after four, season four. I didn't know what? that, actually. Yeah. <laughs> spoilers. Oh, oh, spoilers. Spoilers. Come it's on. It's only been oh. 20 years that we <laughs> yeah. had to watch it. Uh, now I finally got an itch to watch Cheers. <laughs> um, now it's ruined for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, and also, I do know that Frasier does. I think he marries Lilith in cheers yes and then by the time he gets to fraser they're divorced yeah so there is some of the connection between the two shows but there are definitely some changes between them as well i think that was one in one of the episodes that um you had me watch was when lilith came back after she uh and her new husband were getting a i guess separated or getting a divorce yeah because he turned out to be a homosexual yes interesting episode that was definitely a plot twist one that's why i had you watch it because it's it's important to the plot of the rest of the show yes yes and yeah the so the other interesting thing about cheers the cheers and fraser um, relationship cheers episode yes (laughs) it's it's cool because like all the cheers cast make uh cameo or guest appearances not even cameos guest appearances in fraser i think norm yeah. I'm pretty sure, yeah. Oh yeah, well, God. they even have a cross... I mean, crossover episode is a loose term, but they have an episode where Fraser goes back to Boston and happens to run into uh, the mailman. I can't yeah, remember his name. I can't remember his Norm. name. No, the, um, the one everyone hates. I don't uh, remember his name, but Newman, they run into him, and then he's like, oh, it's my birthday. And so Fraser feels bad, so they go to... It's not Cheers, but to a bar, and gotcha. everyone's there. Because his real name is what? John someone? John someone? You're asking but the wrong guy. He, so he is like a voice in every single Pixar movie. Wait, who is? The, uh, the mailman. Are you from, serious? Yeah, he's the uh, like he's the um, uh, the piggy bank in all the Toy Stories. Oh, that oh, makes so yeah. much sense. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he's in almost every Pixar movie. I had no idea. Yeah. That's so funny. Wait, I was going to make a really funny joke. Ha 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 Jane Leaves, who plays Daphne. David Hyde Pierce, who plays Niles, who is um, Fraser's brother. Perry Gilpin, who plays Roz, who's his friend and a producer on um, his radio show. And John Mahoney, who is my personal favorite, which I will save why, but yes. um, he's plays the father. Martin. Got it. I remembered my joke. 
Okay, go okay, for go, it. Go, go Now's for the it. time. <laughs> for your visits to Boston, Sarah, where did he park his car? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I'll be here all week. <laughs> you guys don't realize it, realize it yet, but I'm sleeping at your house all week. That's good. Um, um, well, thank you. Yeah. I, uh, well, Sarah I, had a little well, bit left to go. Okay. Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, sure. I can finish. So the show was critically acclaimed with Woo. the show itself and the cast winning 37 primetime Emmy awards. Jesus. I, which I know also is, um, there were a lot more they were nominated for as well. Yeah, that's how and it was a record at the time for a scripted series. It also won the primetime Emmy award for outstanding comedy series for five consecutive years. So nice. it obviously isn't just my favorite show. It has a lot of It has a respect. big following. Yeah. yeah totally. Just like the Big Bang Theory. I mean, The Big Bang Theory is a good show, but I don't think I would compare it. Sorry. Uh, I don't want to be that person. Elevated humor on both shows, right? Okay. Uh, I'm just kidding. Um, We're not supposed to end. uh, I don't want to antagonize the guest because I have my own opinions about The Big Bang Theory. Like, I don't think it actually happened. I think we were placed here by God. And he... Wow, this <laughs> got really religious very suddenly. He uh, made the dinosaurs, and we rode the dinosaurs Ooh. to glory. Oh, to okay. The Xenthars, I'm not done. <laughs> the Xenthars came down. Daniel, your original your tinfoil, your aluminum tinfoil hats are all skewed now. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, they're listening. They're listening. Um, the, 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 the Emmy Award winning kind of tidbit is something that once again like i had no idea um i don't think so katie daniel's wife my wife (laughs) sent over an article and i think i forwarded on to you sarah as well um but it was about fraser yeah about no i don't have it oh shoot um well anyways the article basically said uh, the the thesis of the article was where's Frasier been all my, like why did no one tell me Frasier was so good yeah. right. and it's written by someone our age you know like you know mid millennial type age yeah and and with the uh, and the author is basically saying you know I started watching Frasier on a whim and it's so good and it's amazing how far from kind of the modern American cultural center it's gone because you really don't you don't hear like it's not referenced like friends yeah. is it's so not, like it's not yeah. yeah so that's the thing it's timeless so you can really watch it at any point and make connections to it yeah i mean friends is a wonderful show but there are things that i listen to now and i'm like i have no idea who that person is right. and fraser doesn't have that there's still like references to things but it's something it's not a specific person it's a general thing that everyone would know about yeah all right. Nice. Well, thank you, Sarah. Of yes. course. So it is time for cocoa time. <laughs> Where's it my cocoa? Time for cocoa time. Cocoa is downstairs. <laughs> Let's head into I the need cocoa, my cocoa corner. <laughs> All right. Cocoa corner. Cocoa corner. corner. Cocoa. Yeah. Would you like to um, sing a few bars, Sarah? <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you a story about the cocoa corner. We're going to talk about. Frasier. That was beautiful. And it was Gorgeous. kind of in the same style, the jazzy. Thank you. Yeah. Seattle, toss salad and scrambled eggs. Is that all you know? That's all you've been singing the <laughs> whole time. <Ba-dum>, boom, boom. <laughs> then you got the jazz, the bass from Seinfeld coming in. Um, and then what's the friend song? We are, we are. 
The youth of the nation. Oh, yeah, boy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyways. <laughs> this is the Cocoa Corner, man. All right. This is where we get crazy. Okay. Well, Sarah is in the Cocoa crazy Corner Crazy with the right K. Now. Thank you. <laughs> um, so, Sarah, we're going... This, this is your opportunity to talk about uh, how you got into Frasier. So, how... You know, what first got you How did you, you get into Frasier? <laughs> Thanks for boiling it down, Daniel. <laughs> well, let's get down to brass The tacks. basics. That is what I'm all about. <laughs> I don't know how to clap back. No that jokes, no. Nothing else, just the basics, Can right, Daniel? Can you guys Daniel? clap back? <laughs> you know it's not literal. <laughs> anyway. So, Adam, what were you going to say? I only uh, got half of it. No, uh, how did you get into Fraser, Sarah? <laughs> oh, you said, in other uh, words, and then, is that it? Okay. <laughs> So, um, ironically, I don't have a huge memory of how exactly I got into it. I know that when I was younger, sometimes if I would be up late, like the Hallmark channel or like Lifetime or like random channels at night, they would play Frasier. And so I would see some episodes here and there and just think, okay, this is kind of cool, but I never had any context for it. And then when I really fell in love with Frasier was, um, after college. So my best friend, Melissa had mentioned it to me and she said it was one of her favorite shows. So I thought, well, I'll try it. Um, and she and I, it was the first time that we had been friends and we're not living in the same state. So we decided to watch episodes together and then like talk about it. Nice. Yeah. Adorable. Sweet moment. And so <laughs> I started watching Frasier then. Um, so that was back in about 2014. And then I've watched it five times consecutively since, and then a bunch of episodes just sporadically throughout nice. that time as well. So other than your friend, Melissa, what, what drew you to it? Like what, like what, what do I like so much about the show? Like, yeah, why do like, I keep like watching what, it? What, what captured your attention and slash what kept your attention? Because, you know, like Daniel and I recommend shows to each other all the time sure. or band or music bands. Music and bands, yes. If we don't like it, then we don't like it. Sure. And granted, Frasier's a, a very good show, but like what 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 were the key things that really stuck out to you? Okay. So, I would say that the things that stuck out to me, first of all, like we kind of mentioned was the humor. So, I really think it's very witty. Um something that I think it shares in common with Gilmore Girls. Um those are another one of my favorite shows. It's just kind of that witty back and forth. You kind of have to listen carefully to catch it. Um catch a joke, but there's so many jokes strewn throughout even a five minute span that it's hard to even catch them all. So you, every time you watch, you get something new out of it. And I even watch it now and I see something sometimes and I'm like, Oh, I never noticed that before. Yeah. Just little small details. So it's impeccably well done um, and created. I also think that for me, besides the humor, it's also just the family dynamics of the show that I really enjoy. So when it starts out, Frazier and his dad aren't very close. They're very different people. And then um, at the beginning of the show, um, uh, Martin moves in with Frazier and is not happy about it. And they're barely speaking. And by the end of the show, Frazier's moving out. Spoiler alert. Oh, God. And ah. <laughs> they have la, to la, say la, goodbye. La, la. <laughs> and Martin says, thank you for everything. And you can tell like throughout the 11 seasons how much they grew together um, as a family, which I know sounds cheesy, but it it's just shows the ups thing. and downs of a real relationship and what that looks like and how people make mistakes. But at the end, you're still family. Nice. 
Um, so did you like your parents watch it at all or a little bit? I mean, my mom, like my parents will watch it with me, but it wasn't something that they necessarily recommended. It was something that maybe I would be like, Hey, Frazier's on, Gotcha. but now my parents are obsessed. So recently I got them, um, Roku. So now they can watch Netflix through my account. Gotcha. And so what I Netflix through your account? <laughs> what? I have my own Call account. Call Netflix. Call Netflix. <laughs> People are sharing a Netflix account. They never would have thought of this. <laughs> Take her in. <laughs> so um, I've been showing them snippets of episodes, kind of like what I did with you, Daniel, although yeah. a little bit more detailed, but gotcha. just showing them ones that I thought were important to the plot and ones that I think are hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we've gotten through season seven and we're on season eight right now, which is kind of, for me, the most pivotal point of the show gotcha. when Niles and Daphne finally do get together. What? Spoilers. spoilers. <laughs> I know. Uh, I'm getting all the spoilers to today. all over the episode. <laughs> Sorry. Not like, safe for work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um and so they're finishing that with me and then they said that once we finish going through that then they want to start and do every single episode from the beginning by themselves so oh, wow. i think that would be cool so when you because i've heard about people doing this like friends watching the same shows but when they're in different areas yeah how and this is a totally honest question. Sure. How does that even work? Okay. So I think... How, it, okay. So <laughs> go from step one. You turn on the TV. Turn on the TV. Your parents have a Roku. <laughs> you have an Xbox. So... So or, the I, computer, well, so they have, or a computer. They have a Roku now. It was a computer at the time oh my with God. Melissa. So oh I would my say... God. I know. Mind blown. <laughs> so you got to open up Netflix on the computer. www.netflix.com. <laughs> HTTP. Oh, S. Yeah. Slash, slash. I think it's back backsplash those things in the kitchen yes but no I, that, so, so it kind of depended on the day depending on our schedule because at the time we were both in grad school so gotcha. it wasn't just like sitting around you know waiting for stuff to happen so what we would you do don't is, have to work in grad school oh it's though, fine so. <laughs> it's totally fine yeah uh not as a social worker and as a teacher no right. um <laughs> so basically what we would do is one of two things we would either kind of say hey i'm gonna watch x episode tonight do you want to watch it too and then we would watch it independently and then we would text and say hey what did you think of this episode and then we would gotcha. either talk on the phone or text about what we thought gotcha. and then there were other times especially during my first year of grad school when I lived back at home with my parents yeah. uh, where we would Skype and also watch it at the same time. Got it. So Skype and watch yeah. at the same time. Yeah. Got it. Which I really enjoyed. Um, It's like kind of like a TV book club. Yeah, almost. almost. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Adam has never offered that to me. <laughs> so. I guess you guys just aren't that close. That's why we had to start a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> like, I guess I'll do a podcast with Daniel. <laughs> One day we'll give our... Uh, We'll give our conception story about how we started this podcast. Oh, I was like, I don't really want to know your conception oh, story, yeah. Daniel. Everybody wants to know. <laughs> it required a lot of candles. Oh, God. <laughs> and slow jazz music. That's a Kenny G. <laughs> yeah, God damn it. Yeah. Oh, such a turn off. Um, cool. You and I are clearly not compatible, Daniel. Clearly. Um Anything else in the Cocoa Corner that you would like to talk about? Because then Adam can give his story about Frasier, and then we can focus on me. <laughs> the most important part of the yes, episode. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so I guess my question would be, what exactly would I need to add here that I wouldn't say later? 
nothing. <laughs> I don't know. I just didn't know like all no, kinds of questions. Our segments are pretty fluid. <laughs> yes. We're like water. Um, like Bruce Lee. All right, Adam. Um, thank you, Sarah. That was very informative. You got it. And <laughs> um Adam. So you yes. you're the se- <laughs> you're the second biggest Frasier fan in the room, I think. Or you would you claim the to third. be a third? Oh, Oh, sorry. The dog. Can't forget about the pup. <laughs> um, or would you consider yourself to be a bigger fan of Frasier than Sarah? No. Okay. Woof. I really enjoy the show, <laughs> but I don't have the pedigree of fandom, of fanaticism. Wow. <laughs> this is, that's that's going to be in the show notes. I like that. <laughs> and it didn't alliterate itself. So Yes. Thank God. <laughs> uh, no, I, I really enjoy the show. Um, and so I was interested introduced to it by Sarah. Gotcha. And so she was like, a term of our relationship is that you must like this show. I was like, oh, the pressure is on. Um, <laughs> fortunately, I really, really enjoy the show. So, Can I make a side note really quick? No. Yes, please. This is important. Oh, we, never no. inter- we never interrupt each other, so okay. no. just save it to the yeah. <laughs> So I'd like to point out that I told him, yes, I said, you must like this show. Yeah. But I also said we needed to watch it together. And one of our first fights, oh, no. not even a fight, the, one of the first times he made me cry <laughs> oh, God. was when he called me and told me that he had watched Frasier by himself without me, like a whole season. Adam. It was supposed to be special. Not a whole season. It was <laughs> only, like four episodes. Only 20 episodes yeah, it's out of 22. Just, uh, you know. Adam. We are ganging up on Adam this episode. It's okay. I think he was expecting yeah, that. Yeah, he deserves it. So. Yeah. Um, it's okay. Anyway, <laughs> well, anyways, hold on. This section's about me. Uh, no, but that much. puts a good human spin on this, Adam. Otherwise, yes. people thought that you were a robot. Meet Morp. Meet Bloop. <laughs> Robot uh, Adam. No feelings, just Fraser. <laughs> <laughs> I express all feelings through TV show quotes. I don't know what I do with The Simpsons. <laughs> Not feelings, though. Jokes. Yeah. Go ahead, Adam. Um, no, so so uh, Sarah and I watched most of Fraser together. Ooh. <laughs> Put a little asterisk here. <laughs> then we'll have Sarah cut in, and this will be just her alone <laughs> ranting. <Yeah. laughs> um, and so I, I really liked it, and I, I honestly did not. I went in with no expectations. I don't mm. think I had any negative expectations. You weren't even expecting it to be like a show. You thought it was like a play or something. Yeah, I was like, "Whoa, this is the weirdest <laughs> it's <a> nightly <laughs> Broadway play." <laughs> um, so I went into it and I was like, "Oh yeah, sure, you know, whatever." I, I have this. <laughs> Did you say exactly that in my oh, mind. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah basically. <laughs> um, the I think part of it is I. It takes me a while to get into older TV shows because mm. I've always been on the cutting edge of television. <laughs> Just like with all other pop culture. Yes, exactly. That's why Adam is still listening to Dave Matthews Band. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay, Mr. R.E.M. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> uh, guess who's I've, the editor of the podcast? <laughs> Continue, Adam. I don't know why um, you keep interrupting yourself. Um... So, uh, but, I, and that was one thing that I, that drew me into, drew me into the show, especially after, you know, it, like maybe three episodes. Mm. I was like, the, the big ri- three. Yeah. The big three. <laughs> the writing is impeccable. Ah. And it's this wonderful mix, at least from my opinion of, as Sarah said, you know, that really I, I elevated humor to a certain extent, but not snooty humor. 
Um, mm. And it, uh, and I don't know if we mentioned it before, but Fraser Crane and Niles Crane are these are these fairly like pompous people. Like they, I think the they're constantly trying to get into high society in Seattle um, or where, wherever they may be. So they're all always about, you know, going to the nicest restaurants and so, so on and so forth. Whereas Martin crane, the father is down to earth, former Seattle police officer, right. just, you know, drinks, like drinks beer, you know, sits on his ratty old recliner and drinks beer. Whereas Niles and Frazier sit on, you know, like a $10,000 couch and drink fine Chateau wine. do, Wine, yes, that famous wine. <laughs> um, and so I, I think the show lampoons both aspects really, mm. really well because there are like um, Daphne, the uh, occupational therapist, physical therapist, physical therapist, yeah. and eventual wife of Niles, like main love interest of Niles, is is like down to earth, kind of grew up in you know middle class family over over in the UK. Roz. Doyle, the producer, is along the same line. So it's usually like Niles and Frazier making complete buffoons in the, of themselves mm-hmm. while they're trying to act all like prim and proper. Right. And the rest of the the rest of the cast just keeping them grounded. But at the same time, there's just some like hilarious uh, aspects about the show that the kind of more grounded people have as well. So, anyways, I like I like the dichotomy between the two of them. I thought that was really funny, and they yeah. played off of it. The writers played the two personality, like main personalities, off each other really well without it being condescending towards either one mm. or overly kind of self-deprecating. Gotcha. Well too. So I like that, and there's tons of like old-fashioned like slapstick humor in there too. So like a lot of it's physical, like physical situational humor. Yeah. Uh, like people, like I, I, they, they all at least a few times a season they'll go through and like have, you know, mistaking identities and like running in and out of like doors and all that. So I don't know. It's like, yeah. yeah. Anyway, Sarah can explain more. Well, and another good to. example of that, that I can think of is there's an episode where they're trying to get expensive caviar mm-hmm. and at the place they usually buy it, it's really expensive for a very small amount. Yeah. And they end up meeting this man who's from Russia who says that he can sell them large amounts of caviar for a lower price. Yeah. So then they end up promising caviar to all these people because it's really good and it's cheap. And then it turns out that um, the man says that he's in danger and he can't anymore because of like the Russian mafia. Yeah. Doesn't sound like today at all. And <laughs> whoa. Whoa. topical political reference. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and um, so then they go out on the boat to find more caviar because they owe it to all these people. And when they get down there, the uh, Coast Guard come to mm. get to arrest the people on the boat. And Frazier and Niles think they're going to arrest them. So they start stuffing their faces with cans full of caviar. <laughs> so the Coast Guard comes and they're just like covered in caviar everywhere. <laughs> just stuff like. You know, that's just one example, yeah. but stuff like that. But yeah. Nice. So yeah, I, that that's what really drew me into it. What's in like is what it's what has kept me interested in going back and watching reruns and such with Sarah. Um, and then, yeah. And like, as Sarah said, you know, I, she brought up a really good point in that lots of heartfelt moments, lots of kind of fairly introspective moments between relationships between husband and wife, father and son, mother, daughter, um, and one thing that, and Sarah, stop me if you want to talk about this too, but there's a pretty, pretty strong, like feminist angle to it as well, because, 
like Roz, both Roz and Daphne are very uh, like self-assured, uh, driven women mm. that, uh, and even like um, Lilith to a certain extent. But yeah, no, there's like there's like a really cool, and, and cool cool is kind of like a not a wonderful term, but it, <laughs> nothing hipper than Frasier. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no, there, there's like there's a there's a really strong kind of feminist undertone to a lot of the epi- to a lot of to the uh, to like the current of the show yeah. the show doesn't allow itself to get away with like blatant misogyny for the li- for the for the sake of humor if you will. would you agree sarah no i definitely yeah. would i would say the biggest strongest example to me of that would be roz because she ends up having a child on her own and she decides to keep the child even though she doesn't want the father necessarily to be extremely involved in the child's life and just decides to take on that single motherhood and the episode where she finds out she's pregnant instead of shaming her Frazier comes over with flowers and says, you know, I'll always be there for you and I'll be here for the, you raising the baby and everything. So it's just kind of that, like you said, that feminist dichotomy and, and him being supportive of that as well. Which is nice and refreshing because there's like, there's shows that were all started around that same time Yeah, that, fall on different sides like friends is like terribly homophobic yeah and, and there's racist. a lot of slut shaming in there too yes yeah it's refreshing that a mid-90s show when everybody was making fun of homosexuals and having a lot of misogyny which is still going on in media today um that Frasier was battling against that yeah. yeah and also to the the both the actors who played niles and martin were gay are gay in real life gotcha so i think to probably him having kelsey Grammer having that perspective in his own life because they were so close as a cast probably made it so he made sure not to like hurt them in any way as well did kelsey Grammer write a lot of the shows or episodes? I, I don't. I'm pretty sure he produced a decent number. Gotcha. Yeah, I don't. I don't know about writing yeah, them. Yeah, I don't think about. I don't think he did that. That's an interesting fact. I don't know. We can talk about this now, or we can talk about this later. But like we were talking about this before we started recording, but Kelsey Grammer's um, uh, substance abuse issues. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember what was it a interview you and I were watching, Sarah? But it was basically talking about how Kelsey Grammer could just. Uh, he he'd walk into the studio in like a haze mm. and be completely out of it, and then they'd say action, and he'd be like, "Oh, I'm Frazier." Like he would yeah. go on autopilot sometimes, oh, wow. which was crazy. So yeah. what's interesting is it wasn't. I mean, you're right; it was walking in the studio, but it was even more severe than that. It was between takes. Oh, geez. so he could be completely manic, completely you know crazed, and kind of out of it in between takes, and then they would say action. And he would suddenly, like he said, become Frasier. Oh, wow. That's wild. Yeah. Good good Coco Corner. <laughs> good story time. Sure. Coco. Nice. Yeah. All right. Uh, you all want to take a quick break Let's here? do it. Alrighty. Breaking off. <laughs> I want you to just keep going. Yep. Breaking, breaking, the, breaking down. Breaking the break. Breaking down the chairs. Break-a-pick-y. Oh, no. Never mind. All right. We'll be right back. All right, and we're back. Oh, I was going to do a funny joke. Oh, go. Baby, we were on a break, just like Ross and Rachel. (laughs) (laughs) Toast salad and scrambled Ross. Frasier has left the building. (laughs) 
I can't believe you would pick my least favorite Friends character to include in that song. Ross? Yeah. No. Ross is pretty terrible. He's we don't. <laughs> the way. <laughs> Thank you, Sarah. Parson Finally, Re- somebody else sings reference. on this damn show. And that was a good one. Yeah, thanks. Um, cool. Yes, we are back. Thank you, everybody, for joining us here again on um, Passion Fruits Podcast. So as we hop into the next section, yes. ribbit, ribbit. Oh, boy. We're frogs hopping into the next. So Sarah, in her... Infinite wisdom. Yes. Gave <laughs> Daniel a list of Frasier episodes to yes. watch. Yes. Because so, I have never seen Frasier. Correct. Well, you and hadn't. Why well, I hadn't seen Frasier. And I was aware of it growing up. Like, I remember a radio ad where Kelsey Grammer, um, like, he just said he was a sexaholic a lot. Um, Wait. Like a real commercial? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah no, no, no. Sorry. A commercial for Frasier. Oh, yeah, yeah. oh, oh. It's like, <laughs> yeah, it wasn't like really? Sexaholics Anonymous. Or okay. <laughs> um, yeah, it was, I'm going to try and do my Kelsey Grammer impression. Go. I'm just a sexaholic. That wasn't very nope. good. Nope. <laughs> Not sure what that was. <laughs> that was Daniel. Still love you, but... <laughs> Thank it's you. okay. I'll be here all week. But I'm Newman! That's a mixture of Seinfeld and Cheers. I, uh. <laughs> All right, yeah, so um, I had never watched Frasier up until this point and really hadn't been... I mean, I'd been probably been told maybe by you, Sarah, to watch it. Sure. Um, or maybe Adam to watch it. Um, Adam is really interested in this <laughs> story as he falls asleep. So sorry, Adam. It's been a long week. <laughs> oh, brother. Um, I remember commercials on the radio and TV growing up, but never really was interested in watching it. Sure. Um I kind of have a weird relationship with live action 90s shows that I can talk about when we get into the episodes. But um, if we can pull up the list of the episodes, it was in an email, Adam. Oh, meaning the ones I sent you? Yes. Okay. I remember some of them, but not in alphabet or not in uh, chronological order. Yeah. So I here, I'll talk about it. I came in with an open mind. Sure. Um, and I appreciate you giving me some of your favorite episodes to watch. So can you give kind of a brief description of sure. why you chose those episodes? So first of all, I will say it was extremely hard for me to pick because I love so many of the episodes, but I figured as someone who hasn't watched the show before, I wanted to give you a combination of shows that were, um, of episodes that were both the funny ones, the ones that have a lot of the best humor, gotcha. but also the ones that have the plot points that move it forward. Okay. Um, so Adam and I, when we were talking about it, I knew I wanted to show you the pilot just because you have to get introduced to all the characters right. and everyone gets introduced that episode. I think even Daphne and Roz yeah. are in that episode yeah. as well. Um, and then um, Daphne's room in season two is one of my favorites, um, just because that's one where some of the crazy antics that Adam was referring to before happens, where everything that could go wrong does. Right. Um, and so that one was just kind of an interesting dynamic between Daphne and Frazier and showing like his issues with boundaries and trying to figure out what he's comfortable with and growing because right. she's definitely like outside of his comfort zone. 
So I really like that one. Um, then I skipped a few seasons. Season three and season four are, are really good. But yeah. when I was like, I have to do 10, I needed to make sure that. <laughs> Gotta do 10. Yeah, I figured I wanted to make sure. And that I would I, have said if you had given me nine or 11, sure, I would have said. It would have been okay. Well, technically, <laughs> I uh, I did sort of break the rule because I gave you two that were two-parters. So. Mm. And I did not watch the second part. Okay. Well, it's <laughs> the kidding. very end of the show, so you missed a lot. Yeah. Um, like, what a weird ending. Such a cliffhanger. <laughs> like, <"Whoa." laughs> Sorry. No, you're fine. Sarah so, said I can't watch this one. <laughs> so then Halloween, which is season five, that was one to me that's pivotal. So season five is actually what I would say is my favorite season. Um, when I just go back and I want to watch episodes, it's usually season five. I don't gotcha. know what it is about it. It's just like a magic season for me. I feel like every episode is... Is just really phenomenal um and that's the one halloween is the one where roz finds out that she's pregnant right and then there's also this dynamic of niles getting extremely drunk and mishearing fraser and daphne and thinking that daphne's the one that pre- is pregnant and even though he's still married to maris proposes to daphne right and so there's just a lot of you know craziness but also finding out that roz is having a baby is a huge plot point and then um, in that same season, Perspectives on Christmas, um, that's just one again where there's a lot of miscommunication mm. um, and Daphne thinks that Martin is dying and he's really trying to be um, a wise man in, in this play. And so there's just a lot of um, there's just a lot of miscommunication in that one as well that I think is funny. Yeah. Uh, room service, which is also season five. I picked three from season five because I had a hard time picking. Right. That's the one where Lilith and Niles end up together, yeah. which is a really hard episode to watch. And there's a lot of um, drama and kind of innate sadness in that episode. Yeah. Um, but it really kind of drives the plot forward because before that, Niles and Lilith barely spoke. Mm. And so it kind of changes their dynamic. Merry Christmas, Miss Moskowitz is one where um, Fraser asks uh, is asked to pretend he's Jewish because he's dating right. a woman named Faye, <laughs> and her mother, in her eyes, only wants her to date a Jewish man, yeah. and so it's the day before Christmas, and they're pretending they're Jewish. And for me, Niles is the star of that episode, totally, um, just pretending to be Jewish and using a lot of. Uh, Jewish slang and then being Jesus in the play and trying to use his nasal spray in the bathroom. And there's just a lot that it's hard to explain if you haven't seen the episode, but it's just really good. Um, back talk is where Frasier reveals to Daphne that Niles is in love with her, mm-hmm. which is a lot. Um, something borrowed, something blue. That's when Daphne realizes she's in love with Niles, even mm-hmm. though she's engaged. And to then Donnie. what? Poor Donnie. Oh, I know. Poor Donnie. I know. Poor little Donnie. Poor Donatello. <laughs> the Ninja Turtle. <laughs> and then um, season 10. So after season 7, I skipped ahead again. So yeah. se- uh, Rooms with a View is where Niles is sick and he has to get surgery. So that's, again, one of the more emotional episodes. Yeah. But it's where Daphne kind of realizes that, you know, life is fragile and what all that means. Um, and then last but not least, Good Night Seattle, which is the very end of the show. Good night, Seattle. Have you scrambled eggs? <laughs> um, so there's kind of an overarching theme of some of your favorite episodes, and I'm sure the list probably changes. Sure. Would be total could be totally different if you were to try and do this again in like a month. But there's kind of an overarching theme with the episodes that you chose that they all can get pretty ridiculous. Um, but they also kind of have those pivotal points sure. that kind of, as you said, drive this whole 
overarching story forward and are also seem to be a bit of the more emotional episodes. Mm-hmm. I'm going to play... What's, what job does Frazier have? Psychiatrist? Psychiatrist. Yes, psychiatrist. I'm going to play a psychiatrist here. Do you think that is related to the fact that you watched it and did like a watch with your best friend? Did you guys connect on those emotional levels on like... <laughs> this is I'm, the psychiatrist is out. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Sarah. I'm listening. I'm, <laughs> ah, good job, babe. Nice. La, la. <laughs> um, but so I mean, so you kind of have more of the m- emotional episodes as your favorites. Sure. Do you have an idea why? <laughs> sure. So I would say, I mean, yes, I think that to some extent it did bring my best friend and I closer. But I wouldn't say that's it for me. I would say that Frasier has been a show that I have watched through a lot of rough times in my life, gotcha. which I know sounds like a really like, yeah, yeah. No, but it's, I, no, it's, it's really like the thing that I can put on. And there were days that I was like, I can't sleep. And I would just put it on and yeah. I can fall asleep to Frasier. Gotcha. Um, and not in the sense that I'm bored, but it's just soothing and comforting just to hear those voices. I thought this was your favorite voices. show, Sarah. You shouldn't I fall know. asleep during your favorite show. I know, I know. <laughs> Sarah hasn't slept in the last six years because yeah, every time she tries to sleep, she just watches Frasier. watches Frasier and it's fine. No, and I mean, that you talking about, because I think, one thing that maybe we haven't discussed a lot of Adam, but um, the stuff that some of the stuff that we've talked about, like The Simpsons, I, I see the parallels between The Simpsons for me and Frasier for you. Like, The Simpsons was always there for me. Like, if I remember, like, I got rejected from my top college, like, I really wanted to go to Duke. Surprise, surprise, I didn't <laughs> get in. <laughs> I don't know why Adam is laughing so much. <laughs> you're a little you're, asshole. You ended, it, it ended up to be it ended up perfect. For the, Otherwise, for we wouldn't be doing this podcast. Exactly. Um, you can thank Duke. Duke. Yeah, they <laughs> saved for you. rejecting me. Yes. Actually, I got on the wait list. <laughs> Star <laughs> basketball player. Um, but when I got rejected or put on the wait list, I turned on Simpsons. Yeah. Like I watched um Side Joe Bob's Last Gleaming, my absolute favorite, one of my absolute favorite Simpsons episodes. So I don't I don't think you should reduce your thought of Frasier's helping me get through tough sure. times ever. Because I think that's kind of the point of art if we really want to get into it. I've been listening to a very highfalutin podcast lately. <laughs> so I'm you know really got, into it. You know what's gotten me through hard times, Daniel? Dave Matthews fan. <laughs> yeah. No, see, I'm going to reduce that. <laughs> Dave Matthews fan is not allowed to do that for you. But, um, so I see the parallels with... No, no I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think, and that's a trend that we've seen for a lot of the stuff we've talked about is people tend to be passionate about things that they're, I wouldn't say comfortable with, but it's it's almost a retreat for them uh, like it's their default band or right. video game or or kind of it's like the the activity that you enjoy doing most when you just want to like not shut off the rest of the world but like when you when you want an escape yeah sure well, I think it's even actually deeper than that in a way because I I think it's partially an escape but it's also 
Frasier is the type of show that I want to watch. Doesn't matter what kind of mood I'm in. Gotcha. There are some shows that I have to be in a particular headspace and I have to think, okay, you know, I'm in a good space so I can watch this sad show or, you know, whatever it is, um, which is why I still haven't watched This Is Us. I don't think I've, mm. I'll ever be in the right headspace for that show because um, I hear it makes you cry every episode. Every yeah. Episode. <laughs> um, but Frasier, it's like, I can be happy and, you know, turn on a certain episode that may be more emotional or I can be sad and say, maybe I don't want to deal with this right now. Maybe I want to yeah. watch something that's happy, but there's, there's something that I can watch for every single emotion that there is. Yeah. Well, and talking about that kind of thing, it's almost, you can watch or listen or experience these subjects subjects that you're so passionate about and almost look back like oh i remember when i watched this like for the first time yeah. like i was in a really shitty place but look at where i am now and it's almost like i i, I totally understand that um so and it's almost like it you know it sounds silly to say that you get connected to sitcom characters but it is very clear that you're connected to these characters yeah. And the stories that they've provided through 11 seasons, I mean, it would be hard not if <laughs> you wouldn't have gotten connected if you watched all 11 seasons <laughs> like six times over. Sure. <laughs> um, yeah. It would be kind of weird if you were like, I, I think his this. name is Frasier. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think Frasier does an excellent job at that. And that's just like similar to another show, Will and Grace, that Sarah mm -hmm. and I have watched through. Gotcha. But Frasier does an excellent job of a. Pr uh, broaching the subject about a lot of insecurities that people have, especially for like Frasier, who is this very successful, very wealthy, mm. um, kind of high society person. And yet he still struggles with, um, the fear of being alone and the fear of you not know, being losing, good enough. Yeah, yeah. Not being good enough. You know, he look, cause he loses his job at, he does. And Spoilers, God. Oh, sorry. <laughs> at the end of season five yeah. through the beginning oh, of season six. So yeah. gotcha. it's all about like his search for his identity. So it 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 approaches a really good balance between humor, but relatable humor in any context. When also you see Frasier have growth. Gotcha. So it's not only just the relationships that have growth. It's also him watching season one and who he is. I mean, I love all the seasons, but I tend to gravitate towards the middle to the end of the seasons because of the fact that he is more lovable. Gotcha. He's funny in the beginning, but he is more of that pompous guy that you're like, okay, I roll emoji. Like I can't, <laughs> I can only deal with so much of this. We can't, uh, we can't be relevant. This relevant, Sarah. I'm sorry. Uh, no, emoji. I roll emojis. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I feel like I've grown too through that. Right. So here's what I'll say about my experience with watching yeah. the shows. Do um, tell, please. So I watched all the episodes that you provided and I appreciate you giving me the kind of that widespread because I did, you know, you did give me more of the later season stuff, but even going from episode one, you can see that growth. Um, and I watched a couple episodes in season one and a couple episodes in season five, but I did more jumping around. So I enjoyed them and I laughed. My biggest hang up, and this is with any mid 90s show, is the laugh track. Mm. That, I, <laughs> this is just a hang up that a I have. Peeve. So, yeah, and a pet peeve, but like, I don't need to be told when to laugh. In fact, there are times when I'm in like a movie theater watching a comedy or just watching a TV show 
or I will laugh and nobody else will. And I'll bust a gut laughing so hard. And I don't go see many comedies in movie theaters because I get so embarrassed. <laughs> but like, You do laugh a lot. I, a I'm a very thing. laughable person. But so the laugh track gets me sometimes. Sure. So that is kind of one of my hurdles for these kinds of shows. And I would... What do we know if it was filmed in front of a live studio audience or is it That's just That's a good question. I think s- some of the episodes okay. were, but I don't think most of them were Got it. to my understanding at least. Cuz some of those shows have like and I'll bring up friends because that's another sure. show, but like some of those shows have like like they react to specific stuff going on in the shows, but those could just be well-placed laugh tracks. So I have no idea. But so that's kind of one of my biggest hangups with mid '90s sitcoms, sure, um, and maybe why I've gravitated more towards The Simpsons, okay, um, just because they don't have a laugh track. Um, but you have gotten me very interested in watching Frasier, and what I'll probably do is go back and start from season one, basically, mm-hmm. and just watch it. I recommend that um, because sure. there's again, like you the episodes you suggested definitely show the growth. Um, and coming into it, like, I guess not like since we've talked about Frasier kind of being out of the American zeitgeist and ah, zeitgeist. So nice. There it is again. Ding, ding, yes. ding, 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 ding. Drink. Take a shot. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm drinking tequila. Adam, put it in your belly button. <laughs> <laughs> I'll put the salt on your oh. nipples. I'd like to leave now. Sorry, Sarah. We haven't deintroduced you. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so, but like, so coming in and watching Frasier, like I knew that he that it was a spinoff, but I only learned that it was a spinoff from Cheers like a year ago. Sure, <laughs> maybe when Adam talked about how he was starting to watch Frasier or something. Yeah. Um, but it, Frasier's become so far removed. Like, people still talk about Friends. People still talk about Cheers. People still talk about Seinfeld. It's, fra- like, I didn't know coming in much of anything about Frasier, except that it's yeah. a spinoff of Cheers. He, I kind of remember that he did a radio show, but it was also kind of like, oh, he does a radio show. Oh, I want the microphones that he's using. <laughs> um, but I didn't, I, I remember, I kind of vaguely remember his dad, and I knew that he had his uh, David Hyde Pierce mm-hmm. was his brother because of the Simpsons episode where David Hyde Pierce is on the episode where Kelsey Grammer plays Sideshow Bob. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Okay. It's a great, you guys should watch it because yeah. I might go home and yeah. watch it. Um, <laughs> but that's another thing is that Sideshow Bob, played by Kelsey Grammer in yeah. The Simpsons, is almost Frasier. In, from Frasier. Oh, really? Like, very into opera and into classical music. And the only difference is that he's homicidal in The Simpsons and mm. wants to kill Bart. So oh, okay. it was very hard to divorce that character from the Frasier character. <laughs> uh, you, you'll have to watch sure, some. Yeah. Uh, maybe I'll send you a suggestion of Sideshow Bob episodes because sure. you, you might not be able to divorce... I never, Frasier from Sideshow. I never thought about that actually because I I I never made the connection between Kelsey Grammer and Sideshow Bob until Daniel pointed it out when we did the Simpsons episode. Yeah. And 
I think that would be weird coming into watching Frasier with your, especially with you, Daniel, and your entire background with The Simpsons of mm-hmm. like on, more or less only knowing Kelsey Grammer through The Simpsons. Yeah, instead of Matt Frasier. Yeah. 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 But I think like, because I mean, they're in The Simpsons, there's a whole episode, the Cape Fear episode, where Sideshow Bob goes through an entire musical and. I noticed that in some of the episodes that you gave me, Kelsey Grammer sings like from musicals and stuff. Oh yeah. Um, oh, all the time. <laughs> so I don't, and I don't know exactly when Sideshow Bob first appeared on the Simpsons, but I think it was like season one. Um, and when did the Simpsons start? Like, I know it's a while. 90. Okay. Okay. So about the same time frame, right. roughly. And so it could be that, um, the Simpsons adopted more of Frazier's characteristics to kind of poke fun at Kelsey Grammer. Cause look at him being on two different shows, but yeah. kind of playing the same guy, except one guy is trying to kill a 10 year old kid. <laughs> Frazier is trying to kill the 10 year old kid. <laughs> um, but um, so yeah, that was not a, another hurdle, but it was kind of one of those situations where I was like, huh, God, I love the Simpsons. <laughs> I want to go watch the Simpsons. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's kind of been my experience so far with the episodes is I want to watch more and I want to, but it was like, sorry, what I was trying to make the point was that going into like, say, watching Friends or watching Seinfeld, because you hear so much about them, sure. you kind of already know the loose humor that they have or loosely know the humor that they have. I didn't really know the humor that was coming into Frasier, like mm-hmm. slapstick. I had no idea. I figured it was witty because I, you know, knew that Frasier was supposed to be kind of a tier above. Maybe I just didn't get the jokes. Maybe I'm not smart enough. No, but I laughed. I laughed a lot. I lulled. I raffled. I lamoured. I lam- Did you rafflecopter? <laughs> rafflecoptered with my bud. I don't know how you do that. I just twerked it when I wanted to laugh. Um, so yeah. Um, so pro- who would you say your favorite character was? I know you only saw a few episodes, but who kind of stood out to you the most? I would probably, it would probably be a tie between Frasier and Niles. Okay. Um, I like Niles a lot, yeah. mostly because they play off each other so well, Frasier and Niles. Um, but I do need to watch more episodes because I would imagine the whole point, obviously, as we've talked about, is them playing off each other. Right. So, um yeah, I, I mean, really. Well, go ahead. Oh, I, I really appreciate. <laughs> I'm trying to be nice, Adam. For <laughs> once in my life, I really appreciate you putting that list together. Oh, yeah, because I know it's hard to kind of um, boil it down. Yeah, as I gave Adam maybe 20 episodes of The Simpsons to watch, <laughs> all of which could be my favorite. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think uh, I want to watch more, and I will. So we'll transition in, as we kind of start to wrap up this episode. Um, Sarah, since this is kind of your baby, my spotlight. Um, what do like? What have you done in the name of Frasier that would really make you a true fanatic about the show? Okay, so I'll start with the most obvious one, which is our pepperoni, the uh, mascot of this podcast, Eddie, aka Edward, who's in the corner <laughs> right now, fast asleep. Fast asleep. And um, so actually when I adopted now Eddie, he his name was Axel. Axel Rose. Yeah. Welcome to the jungle. <laughs> We've got a 
dog named Axel. He's got to sing for you. I play guitar like Slash. Okay, well. <laughs> He's clearly amused, as you can see. Eddie is howling with laughter. Yeah. Laugh crying emoji. See? What? More emojis, Daniel. Damn it. I taught middle school for a oh, while. No. It's bound to happen. I need to look these up. I know. I only just learned maybe like six month, months ago, six months ago, that the eggplant emoji means oh. penis. Surprising considering how many dick jokes you make, Daniel. I know. Where has this been all my life? I was going to say, it's like making, your emoji. I should have been making eggplant I don't jokes. understand. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> so I got at Axel now Eddie and I already knew before I got a dog that I wanted to name my dog Eddie. And the reason that I picked that name was because of Frasier. So in Frasier, Martin, the father, he has a dog named Eddie. And in this case, it's a Jack Russell Terrier. So different breed. Um, but um, Eddie is kind of his name the dog's name is moose but moose is a very like classically you know trained dog knows all these tricks and everything but just kind of plays like a fun side note so every now and then they'll show him listening to the voicemail or you know something like that just kind of sitting around or listening to them talk and um i just thought he was always kind of a fun element of the show because fraser kind of hates him so much and martin's in love with him so when i got a dog i knew that i wanted the name Eddie to fit and I know this sounds strange but I thought it won't be the right dog unless Eddie would fit um, and I didn't want to just pick any random dog yeah. and just say this is Eddie you know it needed to fit his personality and so as soon as I got Eddie I decided that it fit with him and decided to change his name and within I mean a week or so he knew Eddie nice. um, and now he has 20,000 other names but what was what were the other if eddie didn't fit his personality what were the other choices keeping it i honestly didn't even i literally didn't have another option eddie or bust thank god i'm like the bernie voters who are like bernie or bust that's me but eddie (laughs) no No, i'm just kidding relevant jokes i know i'm sorry i'm joking we're dating our podcast now what are people gonna do when they listen to it 30 years later Yeah. yeah When what we're are we going to Presidents do? of the United States. Yes. Co-presidents. Yep. <laughs> with Eddie is the VP. Um so that's one <laughs> that's only one thing um that definitely makes me a Fraser fanatic. I've also thought I haven't done it but I've thought about getting the skyline that comes up in the beginning of the show as yeah. a tattoo. Cool. Um because I really connect with the show pretty deeply and I don't think anything would change. Um, so I don't feel weird about getting that. And then it would still be something that would be personal to the show without writing, you know, Frasier on my (laughs) arm or something without putting uh, (laughs) a pictogram of, uh, scrambled eggs and toss salad. Right. That's what I'll do. (laughs) Um, but yeah, so I mean, I think there are a lot of little things really in everyday life. I can pretty much think of any thing that happens that I can connect to a Frasier episode. Gotcha. So like, Anytime I have a conversation with someone, I have to kind of stop myself from <laughs> being like, oh, that reminds me of this time. And some of my friends, I will, the ones who have seen Frasier, but random people that I might not be as close to, I'm like, okay, I got to keep this to myself. Um, the listeners couldn't see, but I was nodding my head. <laughs> yes. Vigorously. <laughs> because I'm right there with you. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. yeah. So I think that's really it. And just just the continuous love of Frasier and it's not like a, um, a passing fancy, I guess it's been, I know it's only been about five years, but it's been something I consistently go back to all the time. Right. Nice. 
Adam, do you have any stories like that? Or are you pretty boring? So. I'm pretty boring. <laughs> that was a wonderful way to ca- cap off the, yeah. uh, the main part. Sorry so. I ruined it with a bad joke. Ugh. I'll cut that out. Um, well, th- uh, Sarah, again, thank you so much. We really appreciate you coming on the show. Um, are we ready to get into it? Oh, yes. Does Sarah have a recommendation for us? Do you? Oh, God. I didn't know this was a thing. Come back to me. We got a recap. So. I mean, I knew I knew generally that it was a thing, but yeah. I didn't prepare. So got I will it. prepare as you're doing that. <laughs> All right. Um, so, Adam, last episode, mm-hmm. I recommended to you the two albums by the music bands, The Black Keys, yep. their album Let's Rock, yep. and The Raconteers, yep. Help Us Stranger. Yes. And REM's Life's Rich Pageant. You did not. I did. You, did uh, you should have listened to the yeah. demo that I sent you last night yeah. because I kept that in there. <laughs> <laughs> so did you listen to REM? I did not listen to REM. I was too busy <laughs> listening to the Black Keys and the Raconteers. Well, thank God. Finally yeah. listened to one of my music bands. <laughs> my music um, band. I formed them. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Uh, no, both the... The black Key, the black keys album was phenomenal. Yeah, is phenomenal. Yeah, um, the Racketeers, I I really enjoyed it, but yeah. I would gravitate back to the black keys album. And like the black keys have been on constant rotation at work, like gotcha. just in my headphones. For, nice for, for a while now. Yeah, it's a really good album. It has a lot of um, kind of more pop sensibility. Yeah, and that's I don't know if you follow much of them. I think we talked about it, but um, Dan Auerbach, the guitar player and frontman and mm-hmm. singer of the Black Keys, he has a solo album that he came out with last year. That's kind of Nashville country pop uh, where he lives. Um, and that's it leaked into that album a little bit because some of the, it's not like super silly, but it's a kind of a good poppy blues album. Fun fact. Oh no. Uh, Is this really going to be fun? Yes. Very fun. (laughs) Uh, Fun random fact. I drove by uh, Dan, Dan Auerbach. Yeah. I drove by his house one time when I was in Nashville. Stalker. (laughs) No, because I, 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 uh, I had an account back when I was cool and had a cool job. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I had an account in Nashville that was like half nice. mile away and be like, dude, you got to go like drive by his house. I go, that's really goofy. Like, no, it's, it's huge. It's cool. gorgeous. But, and it's like, obviously like behind like a big gate. Of course. But anyways. Well, uh, Jack White of the Racketeers, the White Stripes and yep. Solo Fame has his uh, record label down in Nashville, Third right. Man Records. Um, and the record store that he has set up is amazing. And Adam, your story was... 70% fun. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you for telling uh, it. <laughs> better than my usual stories are. 30%. Oh, 30. So sad. 30. Um, <laughs> and last time, Adam, you recommended to me yes. Aziz Ansari's new special. Yes. Which I did not watch. I was yeah. watching Frasier yes. and Avengers Endgame just That's came fair. out on totally legal streaming platforms. Very, very legal. <laughs> um, the legalist, the bigly legalist of platforms. Yes. <laughs> and I was playing some of uh, Star Wars Empire at War. Nice. I've played uh, through a couple of the tutorials. I'm very interested in playing more. Nice. I just need more time to yeah. really dig into it, um, which I should make time because we're going to talk about those soon. Anyway, so what would you like to recommend to me this week this week um so 
I was juggling back and forth between a couple of things, but um, I think that it's a little bit of an ask, but there is a, I've been rewatching this old TV show, Ed. Hmm. It's from like the early. Mr. Ed, the talking horse. (sighs) (laughs) Or the top Um, in the corner. It's Ed, the bowling alley lawyer. So it is. He's not kidding. No, it's it's it was I like this it. like dra- it was like this drama slash comedy on mm, a dramedy, if you would, dramedy. Just to save time, because we don't we only have a few minutes. You know, every minute is precious on oh, this earth. Brother. So if you could shorten drama slash comedy to dramedy, <laughs> I would really appreciate. No, it. As glad- you just spent a minute explaining that. Uh, well, Adam clearly doesn't know the phrase, so I have to teach him. <laughs> So this dramedy called Ed. Uh, I feel so refreshed now. Minutes shaved added to my life. Wow, yes. We're just efficient (laughs) beyond efficient. Yeah, we, that is, we're a poster child of efficiency (laughs) in this podcast. Just smooth sailing. Wait, did we want to let Sarah recommend first? Oh, yeah. It's okay. No, no. All right, Adam, you go, then Sarah. Sarah in after. Anyway, so we'll, uh, uh, so Ed, the, is a bowling alley lawyer. Yeah, it was only on for four seasons, um, but you can't find it anywhere except like semi grainy re- reruns on YouTube. Gotcha. I'll send you a playlist. Oh god! But it's <laughs> so it's Tom Cavanaugh uh-huh. is the main main character Ed, and the the premise of this the premise of the show is that he's this big New York City lawyer comes back to so in the pilot uh, comes back to his apartment and his wife is sleeping with the mailman. Oh my god! So he moves back from to, Cheers. The mailman. <laughs> he, <laughs> he moves he moves back to his Seattle. hometown of Stuckyville. <laughs> <laughs> there becomes a radio psychiatrist. Yes. Named yeah. Delilah. <laughs> um, he moves back to his hometown of Stuckyville, Ohio, which is a fictional town. And um or comes back to visit one of his best friends, sees his high school crush, and uh, basically ends up buying a bowling alley uh-huh. and opens up a law practice in the bowling alley. Oh my God. So it's, Shenanigans it's, it's like this like semi, it, it's a dramedy. It's feel good. <laughs> um, but it has, uh, so it's Tom Cavanaugh is the main character, Ed, um, Julie Bowen is the main love interest. So the mother from modern family, um, uh, shoot. What's the, Michael Ian Black is in it. Oh, yeah. Um, and then, uh, shoot. What's the, the young guy who was just on. You show you show me his name, but I don't remember what it yeah, is. Yeah, I only know him by uh, Warren Chesney. Tom which, Holland. No, <laughs> he's young. Um, Justin he's actor, Justin right? Long. Oh, Bieber. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Justin Long. <laughs> Justin <God>. Long. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyways, uh, really good show. I'll send you a playlist. Uh, Adam's but, recommendation has taken as long as this episode. <laughs> the, so the weird <laughs> thing so about this is, is I loved the show. Like my whole family watched the show ah. way back when. Um, but you can't find it anyway. Mm. And part of it is, but I love the show for two reasons. First of all, I think it's hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, but second of all, it has great music. And the intro music is uh, as f- the Foo Fighters. Oh. Yeah. So it's a. a do, 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 do. Is it Everlong? No, it's not Everlong. <laughs> My hero. <laughs> um, but so I. That show helped get me into the Foo Fighters. Oh, yeah, man! When are we going to do the Foo Fighters? Oh, uh, we got to do it. Anyways, so I would, Mr. I would, Mr. Ed. 
<laughs> Anyways, on to Sarah's recommendation All right, so now. So Ed, the bowling house lawyer. Okay. <laughs> so I have a bunch. So what category should I do? Are we doing TV can, shows? Or whatever, doing? Yeah. yeah, whatever suits your fancy. Okay. So I would say um, my the one thing right now that's standing out to me is actually a new Hulu show. So I know that Netflix has a bunch of original shows, but Hulu actually has an original show called Four Weddings and a Funeral. And it just dropped last week. They dropped the first four episodes all together, and then they're doing all the other ones every Wednesday, dropping an episode. And all I knew about it going in is that Mindy Kaling is the producer, and I love everything that she does. So I was like, okay, I'll I'll watch it. I'll give it a shot. Nice. And it's a TV show based on a movie that came out in the 90s that I have not seen. Okay. Yeah, there's Sorry. a whole bunch of similar titles. Right. And Funerals from what and I've heard is that the show is has some similar qualities to gotcha. the movie, but it's not an exact replica. The movie was based on one character, whereas the show is based on four or five different main characters that all their stories intersect in some way and all ensemble. that good stuff. Yeah. Um, but it's just a really phenomenal cast. What I really like about this is that when um, Mindy, I know that she was looking for people to be in the show. She was looking specifically for women of color, oh, which cool. I think is really awesome. Yeah. So there's um, people who are Indian, who are British, who are Canadian. Like there's really everything um, racially and like a bunch of national uh, nationalities in it the isn't show just as well. A bunch of white American, exactly. Dudes. Thank God. And so it we speaks... clearly don't have enough of those on television. <laughs> no, <Nope>. true that. <laughs> um, as we just talked about Frasier, <laughs> right? That's true. That's true. Um, but it kind of speaks to like different experiences that maybe I don't know as much about, but I'm interested to learn about. Um, but yeah, it's just a really interesting show. It's not the most, um, you know, it's not a Frasier show. It yeah. doesn't have that same depth in the sense of of the of the comedy and stuff like that but i just think it's it's a drum it's, i'd say it's more dramatic it has some dramedy um yeah effects <laughs> but it's more on the dramatic side but it's not something where you leave and you know you're in tears yeah. i just left wanting more so i gotcha. watched the first four episodes and then i saw the the next one dropped uh, yesterday and I was like, Oh my God, I haven't watched it yet. And I still haven't had a chance to, but it's just something that kind of kept me wanting to go back. Yeah. And Sorry also we're taking you from, yeah, <laughs> thank you for recording no, this course. episode. <laughs> and then also like Adam was saying with Ed, um, for me, the, the music is really great. It's cool. very current. And, um, a lot of people have been commenting on Mindy Kaling's posts about the show asking for them to release like an, you know, an album with the music on it. So a lot of REM probably. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Dave Matthews. Oh, yes. All of Dave Matthews. <laughs> Punk rock. Cool. Well, I so, will yeah, definitely check that recommend. out. Um, have you watched those episodes, Adam? I have not. Gotcha. Well, we should both check them out. Yes. Um, all right. So both of you. Yes. Tell me about your experiences with Kanye West. <laughs> In what reference? Do you, have you guys ever listened to the Kanye West album "My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy"? Yes. Okay. Some. Okay. So there's this. I'm gonna. I have two recommendations. One is for a podcast called Dissect. I'm gonna refer to a m wildly popular podcast, much more popular than ours, called Dissect. Okay. That's not possible. I know it's weird, isn't it? Um, it the host is just one guy who talks into a microphone. And you listen on a phone Whoa. or any other podcatcher. Wow. Um, but he goes through 
So the first season, he talked about Kendrick Lamar's To Pimp a Butterfly, that album. Yeah. And then the second season, he took Kanye West's My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, which is one of my absolute favorite albums, which when it came out in 2009 and when I discovered it, listened to it literally nonstop. Like, Adam probably heard it all. Oh, yes. Mostly because I listened to it nonstop. Um but so he breaks down every, he like ramps up to Kanye West releasing this album and then breaks down every single song to the samples that Kanye used, to the lyrics and why he used those lyrics to their meaning. Sometimes he stretches a little bit with the meanings, but it is such like a thorough and exhausting, exhaustive breakdown of the album that it has given me such a... It's helped me rediscover the album because Kanye West's public persona has been very problematic these past few years. Um, And back when he released that, it was a little problematic, but not as bad as it is now. Sure. So it kind of helped me rediscover that album. So I would suggest you listen to... if So he's talked about Kendrick Lamar's Butterfly, Kanye West's... um, my Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, he talked about Frank Ocean's album Blonde, mm. and I think he just finished up, fuck, what was his last season? I forget. But it's mostly hip-hop. Okay. Well, so far, it's been hip-hop cool. artists. But I would suggest, if you don't like Kanye West that much, you could listen to one of the other seasons. But I flew through like two days. Wow. I listened to the Kanye West, because they're only like 30, 35 sure. minutes. So nice and short. Um, but please listen to that podcast, Dissect. And start with season two, Kanye West. Um, really, really good. Um, and then, Adam, this will be more of a recommendation for you. Okay. Because, Sarah, I don't know how much you like thrash metal. <laughs> it's my passion. That's the <laughs> yeah. next episode. Be, is right, me yeah, coming back to come and talk about When we're done metal. recording this, we'll yeah. just start recording the thrash Perfect. metal episode. So, Adam, there is a band. And, Sarah, you can listen in. <laughs> oh, Sarah will listen. <laughs> I there, have no choice. There is a band that our good friend Eric recommended to me called Power Trip and their latest or their most recent album called Nightmare Logic is fucking awesome. It is like they're from Texas, so they're very Pantera thrash. Ooh, okay. But they're it's like an amalgamation of Pantera, Slayer, Megadeth, and Metallica. Like, there are so many intertwining riffs and... Well, not not totally intertwining riffs. They're, like, they're thrash metal. I'm looking... I'm scrolling through Spotify right now. And I'm, and I'm such, going alphabetically through all bands. Such <laughs> metal names. Number one song, Executioner's Axe. Oh, my Swing God. That the song axe. is amazing. I Soul like, Sacrifice. Let's save this Fire for my squad. true crime <laughs> episode. <laughs> when I listen to that song, like, in the car, like, I, I haven't, like, I'll headbang to songs in the car. Yeah. I don't do it very often because I'm getting older. My neck has started <laughs> to hurt. Um, but like, I could not stop myself from just like being like, <laughs> just like speeding up. And like, um, <laughs> I scared our mascot, Eddie. I'm so sorry. Like looking at people in the cars next to me and like flicking them off and giving them the devil horns and like, yeah. So please listen to Dissect and the band Power Trip. Nightmare Logic. Will do. 
Can I oh, also, right. sorry, can I also give oh a really gosh. quick other recommendation? Sure. So it's must. podcast related. Oh gosh. It's not giving a podcast recommendation. That's okay. <laughs> so you're okay. Yes. Um, it's actually an app related to podcasts. Ooh. It's free. Oh gosh. But I heard about it recently and I feel like everyone needs to know about it. It's called Podcoin. Podcoin. And that's where I listen to all my podcasts now. So you huh. download it. And for every 10 minutes that you listen to an episode, you get a coin mm. and those add up to money. So oh. you can get gift cards. If you save enough, they have um, Bose headphones on there. They have all these really cool different things and you get it just for listening on this app. So have you cashed out yet? I haven't because okay. I want to get something more expensive. <laughs> you want to get Bose headphones? So I'm waiting until gotcha. I can accumulate more, but it's, oh my gosh. it's why not, you know? Yeah. Why not do it when it's I free? I listen to podcasts nonstop. Right, so exactly. Why not get I'm some money for that. it? So. Yeah. Well, thank you. Yeah, of um, And thank you both for, and you listeners, thank you for joining us on this journey that we call life and Frasier. Um, Sarah, really, again, really appreciate yeah, you course. coming on the episode. Um, it has been a delight. Um, but for now, we must sign off. You can find us at Twitter at... Frasier. Frasier.com. <laughs> Wait, no. <laughs> uh, Twitter, search Passion Fruits Podcast. Yep. Instagram. Passion Fruits Podcast. Weird. Whoa. Gmail. Passion Fruits Podcast at gmail.com. Oh, email, I mean. Uh, Facebook, we're Passion Fruits Podcast. Yep. Very strange. Um, personally, I am on all social media platforms as Dan is in the radio. And I'm on all social media platforms as Adam.Tay. Thank you again. Now let's sing our famous outro song. Bye-bye. <laughs> Seattle to salad and scrambled eggs. <laughs> They're Maybe calling I again. Got... No. <laughs> Sorry, I ruined it. <laughs> Sarah has left the building. <laughs> <laughs>